0: Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where I seriously cannot tell the difference between retribution and the job squad. It's lost in the midcard. Big week ahead. We talk bound for glory, which happened on Saturday, hell in a cell, which happened on Sunday, a cliffhanger to end access, impact on access tonight. We're going to talk television headlines And uh, let's get right into it. But first, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday. You also can find us on the YouTube. And the links to all that are on our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard, as well as our pinned tweet on the Twitter at LITMC Podcast, where we also share a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world. And even if you are just a podcast listener, uh, please give us a a subscribe on the YouTube. We're trying to hit hit the threshold to where we can get our own special URL. Uh, So if you can uh, just throw us a little subscribe ski on that YouTube. And while you're at it, maybe hit the little bell icon. That way, you know, every time a new episode, new video comes your way. Um, Eventually, we're going to do more than just the podcast on there. Um, we're definitely going to get an Uno game going on sometime soon. And uh, <laughs> we we may have to get an Among Us game going sometime soon. I do not uh,
1: have Among Us yet.
0: Yeah, only 5 bucks on Steam, so not, not nah. bad. Not bad. Worth the price uh, of admission. And, uh, you know, eventually, if I ever get time, which probably not anytime soon, but if I do ever get time, I actually might start chopping up the video into smaller bits too, as well as the main... Of course, post the main show at all at once, but also put some smaller bits too. uh, Just of each individual segment that we do,
1: people Uh, love clips.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I I, I know uh, uh, a guy, uh, a podcast I will listen to a lot, uh, uh, the the uh, completely unnecessary podcast with Pat the NES Punk, uh, big retro gamer. He kind of does it that way. He does that, puts up the full video on his Patreon, and then uh, throughout the week, puts out segments of the of the show so um that takes a lot of time to, to, yeah and i don't have that right now with three jobs so <laughs> we'll uh we'll see what happens there um of course uh, my background if you're wondering uh is is scott tamore just looking up to me in in pure delight now he's looking at rich swan who looks toothless in that photo
1: he needs his beard
0: back, man. And he does look weird without a beard.
1: I don't lie. It, he looks so weird without the
0: beard. Uh, of course, Rich Swan, as we had been, ever since we've covered Impact again, said that that Bound for Glory was leading to Rich Swan winning the title, and we were correct on that. So Scott DeMore can uh, start sending us those creative checks in the mail, please. So let's talk. Uh, let's kick things off with Bound for Glory uh saturday evening uh once again i uh, uh, uh audio and technical issues happened on uh, uh i think they mostly were or, were uh resigned Early for the, on for the kickoff show thank god but uh uh and that kickoff show was kind of i don't know just a, i didn't
1: i didn't see the kickoff show
0: it just didn't have a flow to it. Uh, the, the, that had its own technical problems. They were sitting there staring at the camera for like a good solid minute when they were supposed to cut away. Oh, uh, boy. They did a video package to kick off the kickoff show. And you could see the iMac controls. <laughs> hitting pause, dragging the, the video all the way back to the beginning and hitting play very strange and uh a lot of people noticed that too it was kind of weird but uh i think by the time the uh the pay-per-view got going at least uh i I remember josh uh, josh matthews mentioning about some kind of audio issues yeah they,
1: they had a little bit of issues i'd say the first 20 minutes of the show audio audio wise but they they got it you know taken care
0: of um on uh, Countdown to Glory, of course, the the big story was uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson doing a virtual induction of Ken Shamrock into the Impact Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, what a
1: good guy The Rock is!
0: What do you what, what do you what do you think of The Rock being on Impact programming, Matt? I'm
1: sure we'll never hear the end of it.
0: Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it's
1: just... cool. I also think it's The Rock saying I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: Oh, please, please come to AEW, Rock. Uh, jumping ahead, but I mean, at this point, seeing everything we've seen, uh, there is no other path to WrestleMania than Reigns and Rock, right?
1: I would, I would surely hope so.
0: Uh, one ki-
1: certainly the thing that makes the most sense to me.
0: Uh, one kickoff show match on countdown to glory was Rascals and Deaners with the Deaners getting the win there.
1: I heard it was like three minutes.
0: Yeah, it was short. Um, the Rascals kind of in a slump lately. Uh, they lost again tonight as well. Uh, Matt Stryker on the call making his impact wrestling debut. So um I'm wondering if they're going uh if he's gonna replace Madison and they're gonna go with Josh and Stryker or 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 work him in somehow um i've
1: heard they just do a team of Callis and matthews and not Callis and and Stryker, and get rid of matthews and madison off the commentary base.
0: yeah that's probably not going to happen but
1: well i'm just saying it would be nice
0: yeah we, we, yeah i, I like madison
1: wrestle let josh do his shit in the back that he does yeah and give us a new fresh commentary team I don't uh, know why Callis is only on the pay per views. I'd much rather I, I know hear why. him on Impact Weekly over over Rain.
0: I know why. why. I think it's because um I think it's because when they tape uh when they tape TV, Josh and Madison do it from home. And so they are they're not in the studio. And so I think that's the big part of it. But yet for the pay-per-views they they go into the studio and be there in person. But for TV they they do that from home. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't I can't confirm that, but it's obvious. They're off camera. They got a green screen behind them. I mean, I could say I'm at the impact zone right now, you know. Hey, look at me. I'm on commentary right now, live from the impact zone. But I'm not. You know. <laughs> I I I could bet good money that Josh and and Madison are recording that from home. Uh, no,
1: you, you're probably right, but at the same token, I I I don't understand why they couldn't tape a whole bunch of pre-tapes with him and uh Callus together when they're dead there at the pay-per-view, and then they just then they do all the commentary, whatever.
0: Yeah. But, uh, good to see striker. He, uh, uh, d- did a, a tremendous job with Lucha Underground. Obviously, uh, it was, uh, in WWE as a commentator too, uh, after he transitioned out of being a wrestler, but, uh, really loved his work with Vampiro on, on Lucha Underground. So, uh, good to see striker in Impact Wrestling. Uh, all sorts of celebrities, uh, the, the badass Boss Rootin, Mick Foley, Bret Hart, uh, there's some others I'm forgetting right now, but, uh, all had some uh, um, pre-taped messages for Ken Shamrock, so that was pretty cool. Uh, first match of the evening was the one I was looking forward to the most, the X Division Championship on the line in a, a six-way battle. Rohit Raju, Jordan Grace, Willie Mack, Chris Bay, TJP, Trey Miguel. Uh, they did not disappoint, did they, Matt?
1: Uh, I didn't want Rohit to win, so I was disappointed by the time this match was
0: over. Yeah. I uh, uh, he was like the last guy I thought was gonna win it. Still didn't take away for the match being good, but yeah, he was the last guy uh, that I thought would win it. Uh, I I thought we were gonna get history. I picked Jordan Grace uh, last week on the podcast, uh, but that did not happen.
1: Yeah, I would I would have I would have liked to seen her her win it though. Instead, she's stuck in a pretty stupid storyline with alicia edwards right now
0: yeah, so, got, got your uh, opinion on that tag team already so
1: oh <laughs> well, it's not a tag team it, it seems like it can you know it, it already exploded so
0: um i said this on the show or i did not say this on the show because i didn't know the, the outcome um i think i said this to mark shell though um on the dm and uh it didn't happen this week, but I think next week or sometime... I think Rohit's going to come out and brag that he's beating everybody that he can. And then and then out of nowhere, Leo Rush shows up.
1: I, I, I can't collect! He's with I, MLW right now, though.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I don't know what MLW's contract and stuff look like, but I do know he was at uh, he was at that MLW tape, and they did, they just recently did. So... That might not be happening, brah.
0: Another problem in the uh, production of the show. (laughs) Heath and Rhino cutting a promo, and they stop the promo and count them down again to restart. Not a good look, Matt. Eh. That was not a good look. Next up, your 20 competitor, call your shot, Gauntlet Battle Royale. Uh, rhino of course we knew was leading off because he lost the match uh pinned by hernandez uh returning to impact sean davari looking fucking jacked as hell uh larry d came out uh crazy steve ac romero teniel dashwood at six jessica havoc at seven brian myers at eight uh next surprise at number nine little swoggle uh dreamer at 10 alicia Edwards at 11 kira hogan Taya Valkyrie, falaba number 15. Sorry about your damn luck. Uh, any word on if that was a one-off or uh, is he back with Impact?
1: I heard he was going to be at one of the day's tapings this week. I just don't know when. Maybe he, sh- maybe he shot Johnny Bravo.
0: Ooh, he's a cowboy. On a steel horse he rides. He could be wanted dead or alive.
1: Thank you, John.
0: Uh... Thornstow from Scum at 16, followed by his tag partner, Luster the Legend, at 17. Heath at 18, Sammy Callahan 19, Hernandez at 20. Uh, Heath seriously injured during this match. They do not mention it, but when you cut, uh, they cut to uh, Callahan and Rhino battling on the outside, uh, you could see them tending to Heath, and it did not look good. Um, uh, Heath was originally supposed to win the match, yeah. but they had to call an audible. Which, thank God they had that part in there. Yeah, thank
1: God they didn't eliminate Rhino early. Yeah. Imagine how big of a clusterfuck that would have been. You know, if if Rhino would have gotten, like, tossed halfway.
0: Uh, Word is that uh, Heath suffered a hernia during the match. How
1: long does something like that take to heal? I honestly don't know.
0: Probably a month.
1: That's not terrible. The only problem is they impact tapes so far ahead well you know they're taping taping several weeks of television right you know over the last several days so Uh,
0: like they might they might
1: be taping till maybe close to the end of the year
0: three to six weeks three to six weeks
1: yeah that's that sucks for him man that really sucks
0: um somebody thought it was a hamstring i'm like no the way he was now it makes sense that they say it's a hernia because he was like kind of hunched over with his hand to his side. Like, I had no idea what it was at first. And now it met, that makes complete sense, reading that, that that they thought it was a hernia. Um, Heath did tweet, this sucks. I'm sorry to everyone, but big thanks to Rhino. And um,
1: See, I hated the finish of the match because there was no Heath and Josh didn't even acknowledge the fact that he had the con won the contract. And I'm just like well, what why why what's up with this anticlimactic bullshit? Yeah. Yeah, you know, all they were yelling was
0: that Rhino still had a job.
1: Yeah. And I'm like like that I'm like that's wrong. Like they both get a job now that means he gets his contract and they're like they're not even fucking touching on it. What the hell? So like I was annoyed about that. Um but you know that Injuries can't be helped. I, I, you just kind of had to deal with the impact, had to deal with the hand they were dealt. But I mean, like two things in a row, like I, I was just like between Rohit retaining and he's, you know, he's not getting the story payoff that I wanted to see. I was kind of, I was kind of really sour on this show two matches in.
0: Next up is the cinematic match between EC3 and Moose. This
1: was something. Huh? This was something.
0: <clears throat> I thought it was really well I, done. I don't
1: know what something is, but it yeah. is something.
0: <laughs> I thought it was really well done. I thought the music was great. Um, I also thought EC3 was the new leader of Retribution.
1: Um, a lot better than what they're dealing with right now.
0: I thought the ending was interesting when he was going for the one percenter and had all the flashbacks and then just laid there for moose to finish him off. So I thought overall it was just an interesting uh, I thought it was a, just an interesting it was match.
1: It, it, to me it was what it was. It did it, it wasn't great, it wasn't terrible. Like, I, I, I feel like I've mentioned this on the show already. this year I'm over the cinematic match.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: know. Like unless it's unless it has to do with Matt Hardy's, you know, broken universe. Like like the Elite Deletion at full gear, I'm I'm sure it's being filmed at the Hardy compound. Yep. So like I know that's gonna be great. But all these other the cinematic matches just trying to capitalize off of what happened at WrestleMania, like I'm done like i'm i'm just i'm i'm fucking i'm fucking over this cinematic match it's time to freaking you know let the, the let the thing die in in 2020
0: matt is saying so, that's what matt is saying right now
1: i am i'm i'm asking them to stop with that stupid match
0: um so uh, everything all aside that it was good it was entertaining a uh, great atmosphere i i was i enjoyed it i just don't know what they were accomplishing with it
1: yeah, I don't really under. I, yeah, I don't really understand what the accomplishment was either. Moose
0: because Moose is still acting the same.
1: Yeah, Moose is still acting like the 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 TNA the the TNA champion that has that that wants everything to be handed to him. Like to me, like his his character did not change at all tonight. It, and it should from what from what we've already seen from him this year.
0: Yeah, and it, and it should have.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. That there should yeah. we should have seen a noticeable. A noticeable change in his character tonight. And he really just reverted back to the same moose that we saw prior to EC3 showing up at Slammiversary. Yeah. Like, because the moose we see for the last several months has just been scaredy-cat running, looking for his stupid title moose. But, but, I mean, this was the same moose that was before Slammiversary when, when EC3 showed up. So EC3 didn't do anything. He didn't change a damn thing. You know, Moose is still the same Moose he was before EC3 showed up. So, like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what they were trying to, what they were trying to accomplish with this at all. I, I, I just, I don't get it.
0: Yeah. Next up after that was Ken Shamrock against Eddie Edwards. Good, solid little match there. Um, no surprise, the guy going into the Hall of Fame gets the win. Um, it's not like Eddie Edwards can. He can afford a loss, too. It's not going to hurt him too much. Um, Four-way for the uh, I- Impact Tag Team Championships. Uh, damn good match, as always. Um, maybe a surprise with the winner, uh, thanks to a belt shot by Ethan Page hitting Carl Anderson. Uh, the North surprisingly come out on top. Now, I said this on Aiden, Twitter. Aiden I might
1: this. Aiden Dash.
0: I said it on Twitter. I go, uh, I think it's, it might have been on Twitter. It might have been on the show last week. I said, I did predict the Good Brothers to win last week on the show, but I said, if they don't win, it's not the end of the world because I think it would be more meaningful if they won in a one-on-one match against the North. And the North are now titled, uh, tag team champions. I think it'd mean, it's going to mean more when the Good Brothers beat the North eventually.
1: I, I, hate, I hated the fact we didn't even get the machine guns in this match.
0: Yeah, that because I still too. don't
1: understand what the story with Shelly is because he was on impact tonight, so I I don't I don't know what what the deal with him is. It
0: must have been kayfabe. Um, must have just been kayfabe. Well, it was a terrible
1: kayfabe decision.
0: Yeah, where uh, uh, to
1: t- to take him out of the match? I didn't like the fact that the Good Brothers took the fucking pinfall in, in this match either. If um, they didn't want to pin Saban, they could have pinned Dollar Store Matt Taven. And put the titles back on the North that way. But I'm sick of the fucking North. Like, I was sick of their title run to begin with. I was happy they were off of them. I was hoping they would move on to something else. And we're right back stuck again on the fucking North again. And I'm sorry, but from the... Besides a little small section, a little uh, North marks that think they're so fucking great, they're a bland, boring fucking-ass tag team. And I know Ethan Page's impact deals up in a few months. I hope he doesn't resign just so we can get rid of this fucking tag team once and for all. Fight me. You don't like it? Fight me, Internet. I don't fucking care. I think the North fucking suck. Clip that audio. <laughs> uh,
0: I think Ethan Page is great.
1: Uh, I, think I'm not a... I think he's overrated. I think he's overrated.
0: Maybe good. Maybe I should say good, not great. He's good. Yeah.
1: He's not great.
0: He's good on the mic. He's good in the ring. He's good. Good, good, good. He's, he's a good hand. He's good hand, I That's was guy. He's
1: oh, yeah. a good hand. There
0: he is. I uh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> so uh You the understand
1: knock- why I didn't like the Bound for Glory pay-per-view
0: yet? Yeah, no, I, Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I, I know, but at the same time. Like I get the tag team booking because I think it it's more meaningful if Good Brothers take it off the North. I, I Carl
1: think it, didn't, Carl didn't need to do the job then.
0: But it was a belt shot, so it was. <laughs> it's not like he lost clean.
1: Still hated it. Hated it.
0: Uh, oh, Mike Johnson says uh, the Alex Shelley injury angle was a legitimate issue. Due to one, but does not. Um,
1: does not elaborate.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tommy dreamer had a broken tooth storm was not there on the 25th two days ago, but he was, he's going to be at, he was at yesterday's taping. Uh, There are tapings set for the 17th. So Heath can.
1: Oh, November.
0: Yeah. Oh, that should be,
1: that should be enough time.
0: Yeah. Heath will just like hide like he did tonight on impact. He'll hide the fact that he has an injury. That's exactly what they were doing. Was hiding the fact that he because remember they were gonna walk off, but he said not. Nah, oh wait, wait, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he has he has to sign the contract
0: next week. Yeah, well he and he's, to.
1: He, he's kind of worried that they're gonna read, try to, like take away his contract because yeah. he's, he's hurt.
0: Yeah, that's so, the story they're gonna play out of it, which is cool. I mean, it, it, you know, to it makes for a good story to come out of that unfortunate situation. So, but yeah, if you notice at the end of that interview tonight on Impact uh like rhino's like let's go and Heath is like no not yet because he was because it would have shown that it would have shown that he was injured so uh kylie ray um uh, word at first was that she knows showed but now i think it further later on came out that um uh she was just dealing with mental health issues um that's the that's all I see of it right now. And so.
1: I'm going to assume mental health issues were the same reason she left AEW.
0: And, he, and here's and here's the
1: problem. Like, well, there's a lot of people out there that have mental health problems. Um, myself, myself included. But if you're in uh, if you're in that position, like you you've got you've got them. You have to do it you know you you've already you've already potentially burned the bridge of AEW like you can't tell me you, you can't tell me that impact is happy with her right now
0: yeah um, like I,
1: I don't care if impact understood or 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 whatever um but you can't tell me and allow me to believe that impact is happy with kylie ray right now
0: mike johnson said on pw insider on sunday or Monday afternoon. Sorry, what is today?
1: Today is Tuesday night, sir. Recording for oh. Wednesday show.
0: Oh, so this was known before the show that she was not going to compete.
1: Well, Impact Management knew. No one else did.
0: Well, Mike Mike posted this on at uh, at oh wait the pay per view was on Saturday. So Saturday. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, late or Sunday afternoons when Mike put this, he says. That no one is going on record out of respect for Kylie. She is still with the company and is in good standing and will return when she's able to. So it sounds like impact is not To me
1: to me good standing is means they're not fine they're not looking to fire her.
0: Yeah. But
1: it, like it, like, mm. like don't tell me there's not heat. There's there's some heat on her yeah, for probably,
0: this. Yeah. And you know, you got an easy storyline with Sue Young that you could use to to play around this. So hell in the end, you got husband and wife champion walking. Oh, he, out.
1: He, here's the, here's the way I look at it. If impact wasn't truly, if Jim truly was not upset with Kylie Ray, there's no reason to take the title off Deanna Peraza on Saturday. They could yeah. have waited for Kylie to be fine in the head and they could have because clearly the plan was for Kylie to win the title and bound for glory. Yeah. So if if really there was no ill will with management, they could have easily just had Deanna defend the title against whoever retain and drop the title to Kylie when Kylie was good to go the yeah. fact that they chose to just put the title on somebody else says all I need to know about how management feels about Kylie Ray right now
0: yeah because they, they're probably gonna do that lawyer angle with Kylie Ray.
1: I don't know if they were going to do that. I think that was a rewrite. Mm-hmm. I do I do know they had, uh, I do know impact had several rewrites to this week's TV tapings due to peace injury and Kylie Ray's uh, non-appearance on the show. I So I, I, I think that, I think that entire storyline was, 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 was written over this weekend.
0: But Hey, you got a husband and wife walking out as champs and, Tomorrow night, might have husband and wife walking out as champs, too.
1: What you talking about, JB?
0: Halloween Havoc. I'm I'm thinking Candice and Johnny win their titles.
1: I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that.
0: After the Knockouts match, they announced that at Hard to Kill on January 16th, the return of the Knockouts Tag Team Championships will uh, officially happen in three weeks. An eight-team tournament is going to start. Boy, we called that one on the show about a month ago, didn't we, Matt?
1: Dude, we've been calling for this for months? Yep. And, and honestly, what they should what they should have done is that Eric Young should have been knocked loopy at the pay per view, like, in and, in and, and the in and the quote unquote world class maniac should have been gone. Like they literally, they should have knocked him like loopy and did a storyline like Eric Young's got a concussion or whatever. And when he comes back, he's the same fucking crazy ass Eric Young from like years ago. Because if you remember, the last t- the last Impact Knockout Tag Team Champions were Eric Young and ODB. Oh yeah. So I could have seen him coming back with the titles, and they could have brought ODB in for a few shots. Yeah. And and just we're the champions, and they could have done it. They, they could have done a th- they could have done a playoff that I think that would have been. Very funny and entertaining. Um, but they chose to know, you know, have a rematch immediately tonight for I don't even I can't even begin to explain their yeah. their logic behind what they did to open the show tonight, but whatever.
0: Uh what'd you think of the main event, Swan and Eric Young?
1: Oh, I, I I I to me it was the best the best thing on the show. Um and and the right guy went over,
0: so. Yeah, we've been predicting that for months too.
1: Yeah, I
0: thought it was weird that he hugged the referee. That was unique. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, dude, sometimes you just overcome with emotion you, you just you just need to hug somebody. Got to hug somebody. No, somebody. no one was that, No one was out there to get his hug on when you with yet. So hug the referee. Why the hell not?
0: And of course, as you see behind me, the uh, a lot of the locker room, a lot of the baby faces came out to uh, congratulate your new Impact World Champion, Rich Swan. So yeah, as Matt said, uh, Impact kicks off with uh, Rich Swan in the back. E- EY attacking him from behind. And uh, they had themselves quite a fight all around the ring. And uh, finally, it's like, yeah, it took that long for security to break that up. Scott DeMora comes out and uh, EY is demanding a title match now. Scott's like, go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Swan says, let's do it. So they do it. And uh, it was actually a pretty quick match with, uh, it was really quick. Yeah. Swan getting the win there. Uh, havoc backstage telling Nevaeh that he's back and the wedding is on. We all know who he is. All the knockouts trying to get into that management office to get, uh, uh, in line for the tag team, knockout tag team titles. And uh, Caleb with a K says that the tournament starts in three weeks. Uh, Tasha steals and uh, Kira Hogan started talking shit to Alicia Edwards and uh, Jordan Grace decided to back her up. This is like Killian Dane and, and Eric, uh, uh, Carol and Dane and Drake Maverick, isn't it? <laughs> oh boy. Minus the whistling tune. But uh, Jordan Grace stepping up for Alicia. And uh, so we'll have a tag match there later. Hardcore Halloween match between dreamer and Brian Myers. This was fun. Very solid match between these two guys. And uh, only dreamer could think of putting candy corn in a bag of thumbtacks, Matt.
1: Happy Halloween.
0: And props to both Tommy dreamer and the cameraman, for not revealing Swoggle inside of the trash can when when Dreamer put him, put the can in the ring, <laughs> I did not expect Swoggle to be in there. I thought yeah, he was. They're, ca-
1: they're, they're they're definitely getting their use out of Swoggle the past couple of days.
0: I thought Dreamer was kayfabe the weight on that what the weight on that uh, trash can. You know, like uh, like they like to do like the steel steps or or so, you know you know how the WWE likes to kayfabe the weight on things. Yeah. Nope. There's a, there's a grown-ass little guy in there. <laughs> Dreamer gets the win with the Spicoli driver through a table after uh, Swoggle was revealed and took the uh, barbecue tongs to, to the, uh, the most professional nuts in pro wrestling. And uh, so Dreamer gets the win there. Uh, we already talked about Gia interviewing Rhino and Heath. Heath the dying. He had an injury, but you could tell he was hurt, and you could tell they were covering it up. Uh, Fala Ball gets shaken down, but says he doesn't have the money. Johnny Bravo stole the money, which you know I just realized they didn't even follow up with that at the wedding. Like Hernandez didn't even show, didn't even show up, Matt. Oh well, doesn't matter now because well, Grim's dead. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh Fala Ball had the money down his pants too. He you can keep it there, Fala. Keep it. Uh Triple XL took on the Rascals. It looks like probably in the short term, maybe Triple XL might be facing the north in between now and hard to kill. It seems like that they're going that way. I don't know what how long Shelly's gonna be out, though. So we'll see what happens there. Uh Diana Prazo and Kimber Lee had a a uh not a lawyer but a barrister i called him a barista uh that was threatening to shut down impact no credit ed's got money he, he would he would uh take that lawyer to school maybe i don't know <laughs> scott tabari was not at all threatened uh they said he had to, to the end of the show to uh uh, announced that is uh, the new champion, and, and Scott said, like, well, I can just uh, uh, give you my decision right now in the ring. So uh, there we are in the ring, and uh, and uh, DeMore was playing hardball, saying, well, this might take five or seven years to get this resolved, or you could just face Sue Young next week. And so after further deliberation, they decided to accept DeMore's offer. And then Sue Young came out, and uh, my mandible clause for everybody.
1: Even the more got a face full of mist. so uh, sorry, sorry about his damn lot.
0: Yeah, old Demore is, he's he's taking some shots lately. Uh, Rich Swan in the back of Willie Mack and the Rascals. Swan was talking about how he was supposed to be celebrating, but the champion never gets a night off, which is true. Um, Moose shows up and uh, basically claims that. Uh, Holding that title means you're the number two guy in the company because Moose is the number one guy in the company. Yeah, again, Matt, there's no change in Moose here.
1: Yeah, not at all.
0: all. Then uh, Swan enters another room where Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock are waiting. So I'm going to guess we're going to get a world title shot of Ken Shamrock and uh, Rich Swan defeating a Hall of Famer, Matt.
1: Oh yay.
0: I'm gonna guess that's what's gonna happen.
1: Oh yay.
0: And we we had a uh, we had a pull apart brawl after Gallows mocked Ethan Page for being a karate guy. <laughs> um Rohit and uh, Jimmy Jacobs backstage makes it all sound like we're probably going to get a TJP Rohit match soon. Here is my guess. Falahba dressed as the I don't care. <laughs> ba dressed as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man.
1: That might have been the highlight of Impact tonight.
0: Uh, and Johnny Swinger came by and called him a mark. Uh, That tag match, Tasha Steeles, Kira Hogan, Alicia Edwards, Jordan Grace. Uh, The more seasoned team of Steeles and Hogan got the win, uh, pinning Alicia Edwards and Jordan. Grace was not happy about it. So either Alicia's going to have to kiss a lot of ass, or that team is done, one of the two.
1: I'm going to say that team's done.
0: I uh, called out a great... Spine Buster by Tasha Steels and said it was Carl Anderson approved. And, and uh, he agreed with me. So cheers. Willie Mack outside. A fan asked him to uh, do a video shout out for his nephew's birthday. He was starting to do that when Moose attacked him with the TNA belt and stole the phone. What a thief. Like I was really hoping the
1: whole end of the EC3 thing would be to get rid of the stupid TNA title.
0: Yeah, like he was going to destroy it
1: yeah and it's still fucking there okay
0: uh we have we have we have the we have the demon wedding and uh welcome back father james mitchell uh i thought it was a pretty cool setup uh did you notice who was at ringside matt
1: uh to be perfectly honest i wasn't paying enough attention so no i didn't
0: not notice. Oh, you should have been looking because you would have lo- you would have seen in attendance at the wedding the legendary Ray Strack And Tim Sigh. Burr. Tim Burr was also in attendance. Uh no word if Gymnasium was there or uh Bill Ding, but I hate you so much. But the two MVPs of Ray and and Tim Burr were were in attendance for the wedding. Uh, I immediately thought the lights were going to go out when they were going to kiss and they did, but little did I know that we were going to hear a gunshot and Johnny Bravo is shot dead. Well, I I, I'm assuming he's dead.
1: It's kind of annoying. There was like no medics rushing out to freaking check on this poor man. (laughs) Yeah. Just fucking Tommy dreamer. Just,
0: yeah. 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 Like, like
1: what the hell guys
0: who, uh, yells who shot Bravo little, uh, Dallas, uh, Little Dallas, uh, uh, little nod to the Dallas who shot Jr. Days, uh, which uh, obviously uh, that that got the world to talking. Uh, So yeah, a little little cliffy hanger.
1: The problem is, look, and people feel free to tweet at me if I'm wrong. But does anybody really give a flying fuck about Bravo? Like, is this really going to be a storyline that people are going to give a shit about?
0: Yeah, I think it'll be like. Could be like, interesting to see who did it.
1: But. Look, who shot Shay like you said, got everybody talking. Who shot Mr. Burns? Got everybody talking. Who shot Johnny Bravo? Who the fuck cares? Uh you know, maybe I care more if this was if this was the Cartoon Network version of Johnny Bravo. <laughs> maybe maybe I care if someone shot him. Maybe I'd be interested to find out who killed Johnny Bravo, one man army. Huh? But it's not Johnny Bravo. It's this johnny bravo i i just i just don't fucking care i'm sorry i i just don't care
0: it's just a continuation of the wrestle house drama so i
1: suppose uh i wish they were back in wrestle
0: house yeah i wonder if uh father james mitchell can take him to the undead realm and and revive him
1: i'm sure that's where it's going
0: he'll probably be like a demon He'll he'll probably be like crazy steve or some weirdo you know So yeah, Impact ends in a Cliffy Hanger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Johnson himself says that this probably leads to a return to the undead realm. They could maybe say hi to Kylie Ray while they're at it. She, that's where she's at right now.
1: Honestly, that's what they should end up doing with that. Like I don't know what what they're gonna end up doing to, for storyline wise to to explain yeah. why she wasn't there, but that's exactly what they should do. It should be that su Young took highly Ray to the to the realm, and that's why she it wasn't there for the title shot. At least make a at least make a feasible storyline out of this for it to make sense when, hey, you know everything gets back to the way it needs to be.
0: Yeah, uh, and. Uh... Also, when Tommy Jeremy yelled, no, that was a nod to Bruce Campbell in Evil Dead, by the way. Um, some notes on the wedding from, from, uh, from Mike Johnson. The, the, the guy that played the lawyer tonight also wrote and produced the wedding. Fun little fact. Next week on Impact, uh, tag match, Rich Swann, Eddie Edwards take on Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. Knockouts championship on the line. Sue Young and Deanna Purrazzo, uh, which should be a great match. Chris Bay against Trey Miguel. And in singles competition, Ethan Page and Doc Gallows. And on the following day this past weekend, Hell in a Cell taking place at the Thunderdome uh, kickoff show. Our truth beat Drew Gulak in a quick match for the 24-7 title. And uh, we kick things off with what's been a tremendous story between Jay Uso and Roman Reigns, and uh, that story continued to evolve. and And I, I thought it was great storytelling uh, of, of of what they did in the match. Um,
1: Such good shit! It's
0: like the best by far of storytelling they've done this year, isn't it?
1: I'm not arguing,
0: uh, Jimmy. Jay was about to eat some, uh, about to get his head bashed in by some steel stairs, when uh, a Jimmy Uso came in, and uh, tried to plead with Reigns to just leave as a family together, but uh, Reigns wouldn't have any of that and put Jimmy in a chokehold. And as Jay came to and saw Jimmy gasping for his life, Jay finally said, "I quit." And uh, they kind of backed off of your out of the family as a stipulation, and more too. They were going to be indentured servants to Roman Reigns if Jay would have lost the match. Well, no, no
1: the whole the whole storyline was they were going uh-huh. to be servants to Roman, and if they if don't they refuse, they're out of the they're out of the family. See, SmackDown, so-
0: the way they said it on SmackDown was confusing. So, but that got cleaned up, so we all know what it means now. Uh, but a hell of a match, man. Went went pretty long. Some great storytelling there. I loved it. Um, pretty it cool. went
1: long, but it didn't. It did not feel as long as it was.
0: No, it was intense. It was exciting. I, I thought intense. it was. I
1: thought it was very well done. Like I was. I was actually very surprised when I looked at the clock when the match was over and realized, like, oh damn, man, that was that was really fucking long. But like, I didn't know that while I was watching it because the story was so good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that you know i didn't i didn't care about how long it was
0: um a- another nice touch uh roman's father sika and uncle alf afa uh, were uh on the top of the stage and
1: the God, the and uh,
0: they put the uh the red lay around the tribal chief while jimmy and jay looked completely distraught uh, obviously they're gonna be reluctant but they'll fall in line and turn heel eventually and uh you know, we'll see where it goes. I think that's what the Rock's got to get involved here eventually. Has to. I agree. Uh, it, what to me felt like any non-Hell in a Cell match was like something they threw together on Raw, and that was kind of what happened, in my opinion, with Jeff Hardy and Elias ending in a DQ. It's like,
1: what a waste it, of time.
0: You're ending in a DQ on a pay-per-view. Okay. 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 Uh, So, yeah, basically everything that was not Hell in a Cell was just something you could have easily seen on in any given episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, Except Miz and Otis ended in a way that I don't think anybody fucking expected when Tucker turned on Otis. Eh. I don't think anybody saw that coming. I expected Miz to not... I I I predicted... Miz to win, and I expected it to not be clean. But yeah, Tucky turning on Otis. And then mysteriously, Tucky is on SmackDown roster now, Matt.
1: (laughs) I heard that was an error and that he's actually still on Raw, but who the fuck knows?
0: I still think Otis I bet you there's going to be a Tucker versus Otis match, and if Otis wins, he gets to move to Raw to be with his peach. I think SmackDown
1: is just train them the Raw and get something decent in return. Just don't do like the last two dumb <laughs> trades where they send Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke over to Raw for absolutely nothing. Yeah. Apparently the executives at Fox are fucking dumb.
0: Another great Hell in a Cell match. Again, like I said, all the Hell in a Cell matches were well put together leading up to it, and all three Hell in a Cell matches I thought delivered on Sunday night. And uh, Bailey and Sasha just tore it down. This was this was a fucking good match. Uh, no surprise, we all pre- we all figured Sasha was going to win. Uh, I think it was a nice a nice touch uh, putting. Uh, uh, putting Bailey in the chair and then using her foot to just stomp on the chair while she has the bank statement in. I thought that was a real unique finish and uh, uh, just a tremendous match to end a a great feud. Matt, you agree?
1: Uh, This is my favorite thing on the show. I I loved it. And I don't think the feud's done. I think it's, I think it's just getting started.
0: Yeah. I think Bailey's going to be a little psychotic, a little more psychotic going forward now that she doesn't have that belt. To be but good. For the love of God, can Sasha get a title defense? Though,
1: That's what she needs, she needs a successful title defense.
0: God, how many times has she been champion? About five or six now.
1: Probably about that on, on the main roster.
0: And has uh, never, never successfully uh, defended the title ever, which is <sighs> just, which is just out. Weird. Um yeah, five raw. And of course they mentioned it on the pay-per-view. It was their first time winning the SmackDown title. And one with NXT as well. And again, uh something you could see on any given Monday night raw, Bobby Lashley and, and Slap Dick for the United States Championship. This went four minutes. The continuous jobbing of retribution you know, they got jobbed, like, that first match. And I'm like, okay, hey, at least there was a good promo by Ali. This could turn around. And then Hell in a Cell and, and, and Raw this week, they're still getting jobbed. It's like, what are they doing, Matt? Is Vince killing this thing because he realizes it, it's just not good? Or, or does he think it's
1: it's such good shit? Dude, it's 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 over. And like seriously, there's if you're still if you're if you're a retribution fan, or even just a fan of the talent that's in the group in general and not necessarily a retribution fan, and you're holding out hope that something's gonna come along and and, and fix this group, stop, just let it go. Let go of the hope. Like this group is fucking dead. It's done. It's over.
0: Kapoot. Yep, you could have bounced. You could have bounced it back. go. You could have bounced back from last week's Monday Night Raw, first or whatever the first match was, maybe two weeks ago. Could have bounced back from that, but it's been loss after loss after loss, and uh, even another loss on Monday uh, the night after Hell in a Cell.
1: They weren't even willing to wait for the pay per view to do the Survivor Series style Hurt Business versus Retribution match. They gave it away on Raw.
0: Yeah, they—they're they, they, like, that should nah. tell
1: you everything you need to know about how they feel about the future of that group.
0: They're like, nah, we're gonna have a very predictable qualifying set of matches. We're gonna have a very predictable set of matches to to form a team like we always do. Instead of have Retribution and Hurt Business with plus ones, which I would have probably gave to Ricochet, and you know,
1: well, they've got. Well, they've got four women and, and, and four men and a, and a woman, and in the herd business, got four men, and they could
0: got get Naomi. Naomi. Yeah. And there
1: you go. Um, and that that's what I thought they were going to end up doing for Survivor prof- Series. And I thought that I thought the group would be killed off at Survivor Series, but the fact that they did a Survivor Series match on Raw says to me, like, they're not doing that match at Survivor Series like this group is already fucking dead
0: and what the hell was Mia a me doing <laughs> it oh reminded me of it reminded me of tommy boy bees
1: <laughs> so it was so fucking bad
0: <sighs> main event randy orton drew mcintyre uh that i mean if it wasn't for jay so and roman reigns this would probably be the feud of the year uh and this was a good match um I always love when you go to the top of the cage. Didn't really do much on the top of the cage, but uh, I always love when they way,
1: It was a fucking waste of time.
0: Yeah, I, I still love with when Randy, they go. With to...
1: Randy Orton and his little lightsaber lead pipe.
0: <laughs> it was more of a ruse to get Drew off his game, and then he would fall halfway off the cage through a table. Uh, but a good match nonetheless. Randy Orton, your champion.
1: Which they only did because they didn't want to do Drew versus Roman at Survivor Series. Yeah. I would put I would put any amount of money on the fact that they they didn't want to do Drew and Roman, so they threw the title on Randy, so and, Randy could take the loss to Roman, and
0: it's not going to hurt him.
1: And then Randy's going to drop the title back to, to Drew afterwards.
0: Or like Drew's going to screw him in that match, hit a claymore or something.
1: Because I still feel like I I still feel like we're getting Orton and Edge at Mania next year. And that and doesn't need, it doesn't need the title. Oh
0: No, Mizzle Mizzle cash in before that.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, so like, there's no, there's no reason to.
0: So even if Drew does. Yes,
1: of course. I yes. we buy. They should finish the Edge Orton story, but there's no reason for that to have the, have the WWE championship involved in that. Like, oh. absolutely not. Oh. Because if you're already going to do Roman and rock, and I don't see Roman dropping the title until Mania, so you're already gonna have a part timer in there going for the for the universal title. You don't need Edge, who we from our from the way we could tell anyway, is not gonna be a full time competitor. We don't need Edge competing for the WWE championship at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, but at the same time it'd be cool to have him see the, get the title one more time.
1: No it, it, what, he doesn't need to do it in WrestleMania. Yeah. If he's going to be around, if he's going to be around for a while, you can put the title on him in another time.
0: So, Randy, fourteen-time champion now. A Decent show, like I said, it was. Uh, the Hell in a Cell matches were good, great actually. All three of them were great. Had great builds, and the other things were things you could see on any given Raw that gets a hundred million and a half viewers. So, uh, speaking of uh, Monday Night Raw. The very next night um they uh, already had teased that randy orton was going to be on a moment of bliss and uh, we kicked things off with drew mcintyre who's actually pretty upbeat even though he lost the title and then miz and morrison come and make jokes and 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 drew beats them up uh aj styles and jeff hardy with uh with big jordan
1: i bet john morrison's so happy he shows the yeah. Signed that WWE deal instead of going to AEW. A, what a great decision he made. It's like, Good oh, he's, job, Johnny, Jim, Trip. He's like
0: the better-looking comedic act. Uh, he's like the equivalent of Otis, but better looking. He's dude, just needs a,
1: his, dude needs his beard back too. He looks ridiculous without his beard.
0: It's just a comedy act. It's basically Otis, you know, with a, a better-looking, more in shape guy. Um, AJ Styles with uh, Jordan. Omo Gaben, Uh, seriously, man, Vince, come on. The obvious name is right there in your face. You don't even have to send me a check, but I would take it. But uh, come on, Jordan Towers, right there. Piece of cake. AJ Jeff Hardy for a qualifier Survivor Series. AJ gets the win there. No surprise. He's been undefeated since coming back to Raw. And then after the match, Elias shows up and hits Jeff Hardy in the back of the, uh, in the back of the guitar. Oh, we're going, we're we're heading towards a guitar on a pole match, aren't we, Matt?
1: I wish we weren't. Like this, this, there's no need for this feud to even be happening because if Elias just watched the fucking television product, he would know that Jeff Hardy wasn't the one that fucking ran him over with the fucking car this summer. This makes Elias a fucking moron. Like there's there, there's no other kind way to describe Elias right now other than he's a fucking moron. <laughs> it, it's just it's so bad, dude. It's so bad.
0: Firefly funhouse poor rabbit got fed arsenic. That that didn't end well for him.
1: Dude, that rabbit's fucking it's it's just he's just canny. Yep. He's just Kenny. He's Kenny from South Park. That's I, I said is. that.
0: I said that like on the third episode of yeah. the firefly. Funnels. I mean,
1: that, that's, that's all that's, that's all he is assigned to be at this
0: point. Uh, Oh, interesting. Uh, that, uh, Wyatt, uh, mentioned, uh, how, uh, him, uh, how Orton and Drew McIntyre at Helen cell, they burnt the house down. A little flashback to the Wyatt Orton feud that where. uh, uh Randy orton was an arsonist
1: well actually Bliss bliss said that
0: Oh, did she yeah.
1: in the in the main event segment and orton orton was like, oh, there it is that's what we're talking about and uh, because they they mentioned they mentioned something about orton being the champion and bray was like yeah orton and he was just standing there with with behind him was the uh was the painting of of his home being on fire, yeah. So I, I guess we're gonna get I guess we're gonna end up getting a trouble threat with with the fiend Drew and, and Randy after Survivor series.
0: Yeah, I feel like heaven, heaven,
1: for, heaven forbid if we can't just continue the fucking brand storylines going into Survivor series. We have to do this brand supremacy bullshit. The you one know?
0: the one the one time that Ron SmackDown go head to head
1: And honest to God, if they have to fucking do this garbage-ass story every fucking year, here's an idea, Vince. Don't do the WWE draft until after Survivor Series. Yeah. Because I don't want to see Raw versus SmackDown matches right after you were supposed to do a new draft to freaking split these these groups up. It's so fucking stupid.
0: So we're going to see... We're going to see... We're going to hear three weeks of... The one night of the year, or Raw SmackDown go head to head. Oh, remember when NXT was in on that last year? Yeah, they did briefly gloss over that. Uh, um, that Matt Riddle was in the Survivor Series match last year. They did. They did gloss that over. But now all of a sudden, NXT is not even involved in Survivor Series. So, yeah. Keith Lee took on an Elias for a Survivor Series qualifying match. Gee, who's going to win that? Uh, obviously, Keith Lee, thanks to some interference from Jeff Hardy's music. I love it how music, uh, you don't see the guy, but, but <laughs> the mu- just the music distracts you. Uh, Charlie Caruso asked Orton if he was concerned that the Fiend may show up on a moment of bliss, and Randy Randy ain't no scared of uh, no Fiend.
1: Whatever, Randy.
0: Just shut up. Then we got that Survivor Series elimination match where Retribution got jobbed.
1: Then no one cared.
0: Uh, Speaking of jobbed, if you get the money in the bank briefcase, that's what you're going to do. And that's what Ms. did to Drew McIntyre in about five minutes. And what's with the random weird legends and celebrities in the virtual crowd? WWE
1: thinks it's cool. I mean, it was cool when they were doing it during the NBA playoffs, but
0: this the only is just lame. I mean, it makes sense when Big E's on the screen for a New Day match, but, like, Rick Flair ain't sitting in front of his computer during Raw. This was recorded, and they just played the recording. Same with Matthew McConaughey this week. He's not sitting there watching Raw live on his computer. No, no hey what's even worse is when they fucking zoom in on it and you can't even see shit you can't see a clear picture until you're several feet away but they zoom in on it like we could oh i know who that is yeah it's a bunch of fucking dots <laughs> exhalation hell uh the new day dressed as the street prophets and acting like the street prophets that was funny shit that was good shit pal the cane. We had the
1: cane on Raw.
0: He wants that King of the Ring title.
1: Hey, as long as it's not on Corbin anymore, I'm all for it.
0: And uh, the New Day, it's kind of funny. They were imitating the Street Profits, and then they did what the street prophets used to do when they debuted on Raw, like doing the recaps and rundowns and stuff. And so that was kind of funny how the New Day was doing that, uh, running down the card on uh, for uh, Survivor Series. And uh, I, I thought Asuka was great with New Day, Matt. She 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 filled in for Biggie. Uh,
1: uh, dude, Oscar's entertaining as fuck, man.
0: She has. She she filled in for for Biggie. That was uh, that was hilarious. So, yes, uh, champion versus champion. The one night of the year that Raw and SmackDown go head-to-head. Rune. So, uh, Orton and Reigns, Banks and Asuka, Profits and New Day, Sami Zayn and Lashley.
1: Yeah, we already have. I feel like we already have more matches signed for Survivor Series than we had going into Hell in a Cell.
0: Yeah, we only had five and uh, they added the six with the Hurt Business and Retribution at the end, which went three minutes. Fatal 4-Way winner of this match joins the ladies in the Survivor Series traditional match, which already has two tag teams in it, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler. And uh, again, pulling one out of her ass was Lana. Got a hug from Nia Jax, but we all knew what was coming, right, Matt?
1: It's so just... <laughs> it's so just so fucking dumb at this point.
0: Sixth week in a row, Lana goes through a table. Oh, uh, when did Miro debut? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sheamus versus Matt Riddle. This was a good fucking match. Probably the best match on the show. Uh,
1: yeah, it was probably the best time on the show.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. I loved it. It was good shit, pal. Uh, this was also for a spot on the team, and uh, Sheamus gets the win there. Uh, then we got a moment of bliss, and um, I thought Bliss did a, a tremendous job here. She's been doing a hell of a job as uh as somebody had mentioned she's a, she's a lot like Harley Quinn. I I can kind of see that.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of Joker Harley Quinn comparisons to the fiend and and Bliss lately.
0: And of course Bliss like literally had her hair dyed like Harley Quinn for a long time when uh when she was uh wrestling solo.
1: When she first got brought up to the main roster.
0: Yeah. Uh Drew McIntyre's music hits, it wasn't the fiend. They they start fighting like they always do. Then the, then I'm like, Yep. Uh sitting there when uh, oh, Drew's loading up the claymore. I'm like, Yep, here come the lights, and sure enough, there they were. And uh the, Orton had bailed like a little bitch. <laughs> but uh, The Fiend was right behind him. Orton never turned around, instead decided to go forward and, and fight with Drew McIntyre again. I thought that was kind of interesting. Instead of, uh, so There wasn't even any interaction at all. Orton just does not turn around and goes forward to fight Drew some more, so I thought that was cool. Uh, show goes off the air with those two fighting, and apparently off the air, it, it aired in Canada, but it didn't air in the U.S., but apparently... <laughs> Uh, apparently Jerry Mc... yeah,
1: McIntyre loved Eddie Kingston's commentary on the AEW Dynamite last week.
0: Yeah, which was?
1: He said he got into a fight with somebody and stabbed him in the eyeball with a pen.
0: And uh, off the air in the U.S., but on the air in Canada, uh, Drew had stabbed Randy with uh, a pen in the eye. What is, what, is w, what is with WWE's fetish stabbing eyeballs this year, man?
1: Man, dude, this all started back in the Attitude Era. we dark, dark, the thorn in your eye.
0: Yeah, but we have old Seth Rollins and Murphy and all that. Again, just a, a so-so episode of Raw. Maybe a little better than average, but I mean, average for Raw is I didn't shit. think.
1: I didn't think it was that good. I it was long. It was long. I'll tell you, <laughs> it's definitely long.
0: I, I think Randy and Or uh, Rand- Randy and Orton. Yeah, uh, Randy and Drew and Fiend. Uh, that was good. Obviously, Sheamus and Riddle was good. All the other matches were so predictable. Uh, I mean, granted, I, the going into it, I, you know, the, the the Retribution match wasn't predictable. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this is where they turn it around. No unbelievable
1: unbelievable what a ride
0: thanks thanks Vince (laughs) Um, Dynamite I already talked about on last week's show but we'll we'll comb (laughs) over a little bit here with Matt Uh, were you surprised with uh, Wardlow Jungle Boy at all no (laughs)
1: Nope. nope There was there was nothing in there's nothing in the first round that surprised me at all.
0: Yeah.
1: Like we already know what the finals is. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, How about how about Justin Roberts's introduction to Kenny Omega?
1: <laughs> that was that was something.
0: And then uh, two ladies with brooms and we're like, oh, the cleaner's back. No, not yet, but probably full gear we'll get the cleaner. We'll get full on cleaner at full gear, right Matt?
1: Uh, oh, absolutely. The cl- the cleaner's back.
0: <laughs> Justin Roberts's introduction was the mega champion of AAA, not 500 number 1 wrestler in the world wrestling observer wrestler of the year in 2018 sports illustrated wrestler of the year in 2017. He has broken the Meltzer five-star scale seven times and has both the highest rated singles and tag matches of all time. He is so float in Japanese that sometimes he translates for Michael Nakazawa. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, so obnoxious. It's great. Uh,
1: I I, I love that.
0: uh penta and ray fucking great huh
1: yeah i man i wish phoenix wouldn't have gotten fucking her because i didn't really want to see omega and penta again yeah like i feel like i've seen that enough i was really looking forward to omega and phoenix and now we're not getting that
0: how about le dinner debonair with chris jericho and mjf my shadow and me I the fucking WWE marks. If WWE would have done it, you would have trashed it. I be like, yeah, I would have trashed it because they wouldn't have done it right. Creative- this was well done. This was fucking funny. Dude, and they- look,
1: and if WWE would have done it exactly like we saw it on Dynamite, I wouldn't have trashed it at all.
0: No, but, but
1: we WWE would have done something stupid, and they would have made it bad. Because that's just what their creative team does.
0: I loved how MJF and and Jericho tried to out-rare their steaks.
1: Look, all I know is who the fuck fuck orders their steak blue. Look, who the fuck orders their steak well done? Like that was the that was the tried and true definition of being a heel was when MJF ordered his steak well done. I was fully expecting porterhouse. Well done. I was fuck fully, you, MJF. I, I hate you for that.
0: I was fully expecting him to ask for a side of ketchup, too. A one. Uh, Because who the fuck puts ketchup on steak?
1: JR's barbecue sauce. My God! Sauce uh, it.
0: I, lo- I love when they dip the ladies and then just drop them. <laughs> uh. Oh, uh, that was so good. So good.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, um, yeah, this it's funny how this preview for Dynamite's already out of date, so I got to go to the other one. Because Omega ain't facing Phoenix, and uh, Conchi and Abaddon's not happening because of what happened in that match.
1: I wonder how much of that match happened before the injury happened.
0: Yeah. Uh, I hear
1: she's she's fine. Good. But apparently it was a pretty scary situation when it happened.
0: Okay, thankfully I thought of this because of Abaddon. I thought of this, and I mentioned this, and I said on the show that I was going to talk to you about this and get your thoughts on it. To me, I think the AEW ranking system is a joke right now. They never use it, and all of a sudden, like, Abaddon was third. She's never hardly been on Dynamite these I, all, think she's been, I think she's been on
1: dynamite one time.
0: It's all dark. They're not even I mean, they did this bingo wheel to determine the four people in this tournament. Hello, you got rankings. They have yeah, really... I do I, I didn't I didn't understand
1: why they didn't just didn't do two through five.
0: But that's not the even four teams.
1: because two of the four teams that ended up in that match were in the top five. Um the butcher and the blade and the in the Yum Bucks were both in the top five already. The only but, two, like the private party in Silver and Reynolds, were not.
0: But these are these are just a f- few of the many instances that they've really disregarded the rankings.
1: Look, I, look, it, it, what I would like them to do in twenty twenty one, honestly, keep the win loss record intact, but just just drop just drop the rankings. Yeah, like because if you're not if you're not gonna fo- if you're not gonna follow your own ranking system, it's not worth having. So, like, I like the win loss record. Don't get rid of the win loss record. No, no. But the whole the whole ranking thing just get, just get quiet quietly. Even if you look, if you don't want to admit it didn't work, then just quietly get rid of it when the calendar year turns twenty twenty one, and don't burn it up anymore. Because if yeah, you're right. If you're not going to utilize the rankings, there's no point. There's no point in having the rankings.
0: Um, dynamite updated preview. Uh, your your two semifinal matches, Page and Wardlow, which I think will be damn good. Because I mean, if you haven't been paying attention, Wardlow is a good talent in that ring and going to be a big. St- is Wardlow could very much be their first homegrown built star. Yeah, he,
1: uh, he's he's he's
0: gonna be a, he's going to be he's going to be a big deal for them. Um, and of course, uh, Omega and Penta that we just mentioned. Uh, which will be a great match, but yeah, we all wanted Omega and Phoenix because that would yeah. be Speaking Again, of great. Like I,
1: I just I feel like I've seen Omega and Panther too many times.
0: This will be good, too. Eddie Kingston <clears throat> against Matt Seidel. I think that's going to be good.
1: Yeah, that's Matt Seidel's Dynamite debut, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's been on a bunch of darks, but he hasn't been on the actual Wednesday night show yet.
0: And it, just how good is Eddie Kingston doing right now?
1: Dude, just think like four months ago, he didn't even have a contract. <laughs> I mean, we now were, he's main. Now he's now he might be main event in their pay per view. I mean, I,
0: it's no surprise to but us. There's still a we chance were, that the
1: Bucks and FTR could
0: main event. Yeah, main main
1: event full gear. But I mean, like there's there's a possibility that, it, uh, that almost that has they, to
0: that almost has to main event full gear. Bucks Just how FTR, many years? How many years yeah. in the making? That's been that. I think
1: to. I think they should. Yeah, I think I think that should be the main event. I agree. But I mean, there's always a chance that it could be Mo, it could be Moxley and.
0: Which is and, not is not and, bad and either. Kingston
1: too, so it's
0: not bad either. A lot no. of history there too, so
1: yeah, plenty, plenty of history.
0: Uh, Chris Jericho and MJF are going to have a town hall discussion regarding MJF's entry into the inner circle. Uh, and uh, lumberjack match for the TNT title. Cody, Orange Cassidy. Maybe this is where we uh, had you had the you had done this prediction two or three weeks ago of Cody losing the title, turning heel. Maybe but it
1: I just, with, with, with us already knowing that the, the End Games Derby at Full Gear, like I feel like that's when it's going to happen. Uh, I feel like Darby's going to win the title at Full Gear, and that's when Cody's going to snap and turn heel.
0: I think. Uh, I wish they would have never. I
1: wish they would have never announced that match.
0: Yeah, tomorrow. I think. I think we get another Broadway. It's triple threat at Full Gear. Because I personally want a triple threat, so it doesn't have to be a Broadway, but however you get to that point, I want Cody, Darby, and Cassie. They've never threat. done a
1: disqualification on Dynamite.
0: Yeah, so it could so go Broadway. If they, could go if Broadway they, do, if they again.
1: do that, it would be the first. I don't want another Broadway. Yeah, I think people were annoyed enough about the Broadway two weeks ago. They do I wasn't. It yeah, but there were a lot of people that were.
0: Well, I wasn't. Um, so, so
1: if they do it again, that yeah. could be that could be that could be rough.
0: So I, I really, I mean, we've already seen Cody and Darby, so I really want a, this to be a triple threat,
1: man. I don't know, man. I mean, it's possible. It's possible, but I I don't see it happening.
0: Uh, so BTE this week,
1: uh, was phenomenal.
0: Matt, Matt's got the new iPhone F. <laughs> Literally uh, does not uh, uh, realize what F in the F stands. He knows the F stands for future. Didn't quite know what the consequences of that were. <laughs> As uh, he takes pictures of his friends and sees what's going to happen to them in the future. Mo-ha-ha-ha-ha. Doctor, doctor, <laughs> the, t- <laughs> the Tony Shavani selfie though, man. <laughs> That was tremendous. That's
1: what she said. So you get for breaking his phone and super kicking him in the face.
0: Um, and then uh, we got our uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt and Nick arguing which tunnel to go out of. There he <laughs> He pissed off Frankie Kazarian. Oh, man, that was good. I I popped. I think it was also kind of a WWE rib a little bit too.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't get that because WWE I rarely ever does the double tunnel.
0: No, but trims. the heel and face thing and uh, Dark Order Halloween party. <laughs> Reynolds is uh, dressed oh, as a of sexy, offense. sexy George Washington, slutty George Washington. And I don't know who the hell Reynolds is dressed as. I
1: didn't know. I, I, I Reynolds was George Washington. I didn't know who Silver was.
0: Or yeah, yeah, that's what it did. Didn't I say that. I thought. I thought I said it that way.
1: You said I had no idea who Reynolds was.
0: Oh. Um, I,
1: I yeah. I I didn't know who Silver was either. So Marcho, if you're listening to this, please inform us of who John Silver was supposed to be at the Dark Order Halloween party. Because I'm sure it, you know. So I'm sure somehow you know.
0: Anna Jay, man, I don't know what she was. She's just hot. So she just... was
1: Zatanna from oh, D.C.
0: Okay. Five was a good joke version of the Joker that Reynolds and Silver shit on. <laughs> Ten comes in as a dollar store version of the Joker, <laughs> which they think is the best Joker ever. <laughs> uh, and then Uno comes in as the Riddler. And, of course, Stu, don't call me Dick Grayson comes in as robin well slutty robin <laughs> that was a uh, a female robin outfit i think
1: oh, was it a female robin suit uh, outfit or was it so small on him that it just <laughs> looked like a female robin outfit because s- silver's like freaking grace is freaking huge yeah and like that suit just looked like it was five times too small for him
0: And uh, of course, you know, any fan of Batman knows that Robin is Dick Grayson and, and JR likes to say, don't call me Dick Grayson. So I thought that was pretty, pretty clever, uh, pretty clever on their part. Uh, Then they talk about uh, who's going to win between uh, Peter Avalon and, and uh, Brandon Cutler. (laughs) <laughs> Sammy's like, this is gonna be great on Dynamite. Oh no, this is on Dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh the the Halloween party continues with uh broken Matt Hardy and uh they somebody mentioned the word pop. Wait! pause the multiverse. <laughs> uh Matt. They disappeared. <laughs> and Dark Order flipped out. <laughs> Uh, we continue the uh run for the inaugural BTE championship, and holy shit, the match between uh, <laughs> the match between Matt Hardy and Trent <laughs> took for fucking ever. <laughs> so we got, we got. Uh, is it is this right? Uh, Trent, Matt Jackson, and John Silver in the final three. Is that right, Matt?
1: Uh. Um, I think so.
0: Yeah, because Matt beat Fuego. And uh, Silver beat... uh, Silver beat... uh, uh, Who did Silver face? Silver faced... uh, Nakazawa. I mean, Colt Cabana.
1: Colt Cabana, (laughs) yeah.
0: Who is... uh, Holy cow, that... (laughs) Trent won on the 22nd shot. Uh, Eddie Kingston cutting a promo on a jacko a uh, 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 trick or treat bu- bucket. I mean, I, I, I guess that must be the running joke that uh, Eddie Kingston could cut a promo on a phone book or something. You know, I'm guessing that's the running gag, and that's why he's cutting promos on random things. Uh, the party continued on with the Dark Order. Uh, Leva Bates shows up. Uh, I think Nyla Rose showed up. I don't know who that other person was. Sam McEvara shows up. Private party tried to show up, but they were denied. Why, Matt? Why? Because it's a public party. <laughs> and there was somebody passed out in the room, and I cannot figure out who it was because they invite Brandon Cutler to come in. He's like, dude, I've been here for the past three segments. <laughs> but There's somebody. I got it screenshotted here. If I could get a good I'm gonna have to send you this screenshot, Matt. Oh, uh one one I forgot to mention. Uh <laughs> Griff Care or Jungle Boy. What was it? Jungle Boy showed up or uh, Wardlow thought it was Jungle Boy dressed as Griff Garrison, but it was actually Griff Garrison dressed as Jungle Boy, if that makes sense. All right, Matt, I'm gonna send you this real quick. Oh well, there he's Tony
1: Khan, officially announced. AEW president Tony Khan announced AEW women's Ch- a-, that was a, nice typo Mike Johnson has, <laughs> has announced NWA women's champion Serena D will make her first title defense against Layla Hirsch on Dynamite on October 28th.
0: Now you see when I trip up sometimes it's because. Uh... So right.
1: how did they do that? What do you mean? They're saying this match is going to be tomorrow on Dynamite.
0: Well, tomorrow's live.
1: No, it's not. It's taped. They oh, you're taped right. Last Thursday.
0: I was thinking last week was live, but you're right. Or, live, I was thinking last week it was, taped, but it was live. I wonder if she's
1: actually going to have the title with her.
0: If she oh. does,
1: that's, that's super interesting that they were able to keep that a secret.
0: Is it UWN live, though? Or is it tape? I
1: think UWN is live. But maybe it is tape. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I thought it was live. I don't fucking know.
0: Okay. I sent you a DM of the screenshot of the person passed out at the Dark Order party.
1: Like, you haven't just asked Marcho this? Like, I'm sure he knows who
0: Marcho. Nobody knows. Did you ask Marcho? Yes. I'm pretty sure I did. I even asked Griff Garrison, but he never replied back.
1: I, I have no idea
0: yeah I don't know it's a mystery man uh then uh the we end with the uh, the f t r box montage and um Nick helping matt up as they go to do something they tease that they're going to do something i don't know what you have any idea where they're what that's leading to matt them walking down the hall
1: i, I don't no i don't
0: yeah, I don't know either. Uh, NXT last week kicked off with a tremendous triple threat match between Kushida, Velveteen Dream, and Chapa. That could have easily been a takeover match, Matt. That was fucking good, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, no, not not hating that. It was good shit, pal.
0: Right guy won too.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> Undisputed <laughs> Eric cutting a promo with Adam Cole on a tablet. I I thought that was kind of kind of funny. Um. And then uh, Halloween Havoc next week. Four matches announced. Uh, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae for the women's title. Uh, Damian Priest against Johnny Gargano for the North American. Uh, both will be subject to the uh, spin the wheel, make the deal. Rhea Ripley, Raquel Gonzalez, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis and a Haunted House of Terror match. So very good card for Halloween Havoc. I, I Matt's not as convinced as I am, but I think... Uh, Husband and wife are walking out with belts. I think Gargano's are gonna be holding the belts, man. And
1: if they and if they do this, I will again just fucking ask why the fuck didn't you just do it at the pay per view?
0: Which I predicted it to happen at the pay per view, but uh, Ember Moon's we'll, a. We'll,
1: we'll know after one match what's happening.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly.
1: Because whatever match starts first, if there's a title change, both are changing hands. If one doesn't change, neither are changing hands. Yeah. So, like, we'll we'll know. You know we will see
0: ember moon took on Jesse kamea in a short match then attacked by Dakota Kai uh, ember moon was attacked by Kai after that Bobby fish is laid out another who done it Matt a mystery attacker uh, uh, Bronson beat uh, Bronson Reed beat Austin theory and then beat him again and then Austin theory quit well K quit uh, Legado del fantasma took on Isaiah Swerve, Scott, Ashante, the Adonis, and Jake Atlas in a very good six man tag match. Um I, I am convinced now, Matt, that Swerve's gonna take that title off of uh, Escobar. Eventually.
1: Another thing, another thing that should have happened months ago. I I
0: I didn't think it was, I did not predict it at, at takeover, but now I feel like the way this is continuing and going that, that Swerve's gonna take it off of him. That was a hell of a six-man tag. Uh, Killian, Dane, and Drake Maverick took on the uh, dollar store Young Bucks. And uh, Dane or, or uh, Maverick gets DQ'd because he uses a chair and was afraid he was going to eat it. I mean, he literally just sat there like, okay, Killian, punch me again. And uh, Dane got excited. That was like the best thing he's ever seen. So the team's coming together, Matt.
1: So, oh, but surely.
0: Roddy Strong is now laid out. And uh, Regal goes, oh, well, Kyle, you could find a partner. And, uh, you know, it suggested he team up with Lorcan or Birch. And Kyle's like, I'm not really cleared. I'm, I'm not really ready to go. I'm going to go to the hospital check on my guys. Have Lorcan and Birch face them for the title. Regal agreed to it. So it'll be Lorcan and Birch against Brizongo in the main event. Uh, the continuing story on Xia with with uh, the mysterious... Uh, is that uh, the guy's name that came to the ring a couple weeks ago? Bao? Is that his name? I don't B-A-O? fucking
1: know what a stupid name is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking care.
0: Xia looks so afraid that if she doesn't win a match, something bad's going to happen to her. It's interesting to see where that story goes. Casey Catanzaro gets the win there. Um... Timothy Thatcher had a lot another uh, a Thatcher's thatch can live exhibition, and then the tag titles Brizango Orny, and uh, Danny and uh, a mysterious masked man pushes uh, Fandango off the top rope and he was going for the leg drop to finish the match. Was it retribution Matt? <laughs>
1: It was Triple, H wouldn't let, Triple H wouldn't let that shit on his show.
0: The return of the great Pat McAfee. Your boy. Who, who clearly was the guy behind the Undisputed Era attacks. Probably the guy that hired Ridge Holland before he Sid Vicioused his leg. Speaking of which, have you seen the Backyard Wrestling video going making the rounds lately?
1: I don't want to see it. I've heard about it. I heard somebody said he said sin vicious. It himself he and sin- I'm like and I'm like no I'm not watching that oh, and
0: it God. was like nothing crazy he just like was like dropping down off the top turnbuckle after posing <laughs> like probably it was a shitty ring Is probably the cause of it uh, yeah you don't want to watch it man
1: yeah I have no desire to say it
0: so your new NXT tag team champions Danny Birch Oni Lorkin, thanks to Pat McAfee um. So was this uh, us thinking the era was going to break up? Was this just in our heads, or do you think? NXT... No, I think the I
1: think the I think they were going to split the era, and I think all the injuries right now across their roster have forced them to just turn the entire undisputed era babyface instead. Which but, honestly, I think long term is going to be the right call for that group.
0: Well, yeah, keep plus, them together. Plus, Triple H saw uh, how many favorite team fan favorite teams. Got broken up in the draft, in the stupid ass draft. New Day, heavy machinery. It's just you know. NX,
1: NXT is without so many of their talents right now, mm-hmm. but due to injuries or or what or what have you, it was it was smart of them to pivot and and go and go with and go this round instead, because it's going to end up being it's going to be McAfee or, or Oni in in Birch and somebody else against the undisputed Aaron in.
0: In War Games! It was supposed to be Ridge, I bet. Oh
1: uh, you know, Yeah, of course it was supposed to be Ridge, but it ain't gonna be Ridge now.
0: Wait, what was that match? In what kind of match? War Games! That was a good... Uh, the first attempt was a good... Uh, very good Regal.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I was doing.
0: War Games! Oh, uh, I always love when Regal <laughs> announces War Games every year.
1: No, so do I. That's why I'm in He
0: good nxt episode which it's been struggling a little bit lately and with what they've they, got they've been,
1: they've been they've been doing their best to try to find their footing
0: yeah yep i you know what you're talking about if i with a bte i am gonna message mark show that screenshot see if he knows i'm pretty sure i asked him he didn't know but i'll see
1: to me if anybody knows it's him because he always knows he always somehow knows everything
0: like, I seriously, uh, uh, like, all the guys that, that will look at their tweets, like Silver and Griff and Cutler, I, I, I mention them. I go, hey, who's this guy passed out? We'll see if Joe knows. We'll get to the bottom of it. Uh, in NXT this week is uh, Halloween Havoc. And so we already mentioned uh, everything and Wade Barrett versus Vic Joseph in a costume contest. How great would it be if Barrett shows up? I can't wait
1: not to watch that.
0: How great will it be if Barrett shows up with a gigantic podium? I'm afraid I've got some bad news. We're
1: not that lucky, buddy.
0: You know, what do you think about the spin the wheel, and make the deal going? I always hate these things. Like Raw roulette. Like, these things are rigged. Pre-tape,
1: well, it's it's nostalgia.
0: Yeah, this is is, is, is what it is. is. It's
1: it's it it's it's synonymous with Halloween, having, and that's why they're doing it. So, I mean, for something like that, I'll allow it. Okay, because it it is it's it's, it's nostalgia. I get why they're doing it. I ain't I ain't hating on it, um, but. Yeah, more often than not, I don't really like the wheel stuff. That's right. But for for Halloween Havoc specifically, I, I like that they're doing the spin the wheel, make the deal thing. I I can't hate.
0: It. And, and Shotzi's going to be a good host too. So, uh, head into some headlines where we get the hell out of here. Two uh, interesting names are removed from the Ring of Honor website: Dan Math and Marty Skrull. Of course, Marty has not been seen since the allegations and such. So one has to wonder what the future of Marty holds, Matt.
1: Dude should have signed with AW. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. They would have sent him to sensitivity training for a month and he'd have been back on TV.
0: ec three shows up in the ring of honor. I'm here to see if the honor is real. Um, whole list of new shows for you on the WWE network. I kind of mentioned some of this last week, uh, but this is all on the free version, the free 99 version of the WWE network. Uh, Lillian Garcia's chasing glory is going to be on Mondays. Uncool with Alexa bliss on Tuesdays after the bell, Corey Graves on Wednesdays, not Sam wrestling on Thursdays, swerve city podcast on Fridays, drew and a on Saturdays and the new day feel the power on Sunday as they bring the podcasts over to the network. Good grief. Yeah, I wonder. They must have realized that the podcasts were not doing any view any listens, so they decided to move them to the network and make them video.
1: They'll no, probably honestly they'll probably do better.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> Terry Fonk has sent a message out to everybody that's imitating him on Twitter. You egg-sucking, dog. Uh, Keith Lee traveled to New York City, Matt, to do vocals for a new version of an entrance theme. Thank God.
1: Thank God. We all could agree on that. But look, if they're going to continue to use him like they used him on Monday against the lies, no theme music on the planet is going to save him right now.
0: Yeah. Um, Brock Lesnar was recently added to UFC 4. The video game. It was free over the weekend. I don't know if you, if that was just a limited free, or if you have to pay now. Don't ask me.
1: That game's
0: trash. It wasn't too bad, but it gets it gets bland pretty quick.
1: I I played the like the ten hour free thing, and I played it for maybe like an hour. I'm like, yeah, I'm done.
0: Yeah, I played uh I played quite a bit of career mode, but. Um, up, up, down, down. Well, besides every Wednesday when you can watch Uno. Oh, um, no! Hey, Breeze. What color do you want? We got to get an Uno game going soon. Put that up on the channel. Um, Mario Kart Live, they, they set up, uh, which is the uh, new uh, AR video game. Uh, for Mario Kart that just came out recently. Uh, they set it up in the Thunderdome. So a pretty cool video there if you want to go check that out on Up, Up, Down, Down. Uh, also, uh, I think before that, they uh, did a little test drive uh, in Breeze's home as well, So, which is kind of funny when, when Breeze's cat gets in the way. <laughs> uh, ratings for NXT and AEW both down this week. Uh, AEW dropped from 826 to 753, while NXT dropped from 651 to 644. Uh, the demo, uh, AEW stayed at 0.3 NXT dropped down to 0.16 in that, at that ever popular 18 to 49 demo, uh, SmackDown go home show was moved to FS one because of the world series. And that just dropped the, uh, the audience like a rock eight, eight hundred and eighty one thousand tuned in for that go home show. And, uh, raw, For uh, this week, uh, those numbers came out today. And a slight drop from 1.77 to 1.73. Still uh, uh, 300,000 people tuned out from hour one to hour three, though.
1: I'm not surprised,
0: motherfucker. No. Uh, Serpentico has announced that he has signed an AEW deal. Uh so that is now a official. Uh Jake Hager.
1: Hey Tony Khan, stop wasting money on Serpentico and get Matt Cardona under a deal. <laughs> yeah, I hey, can't thanks, believe he's
0: Can't believe he's under a deal. Mark Cho was convinced that Mark uh, Cardona is going to show up in that uh the gauntlet or the call your shot match. Because yeah, so he's not under a deal yet.
1: I'm so glad he didn't.
0: Uh Jake Hager is uh returning to the to the Bellator cage. Uh this uh, Thursday, October 29th. Can't from, wait to not watch it. Uh, on the CBS Sports Network. Not
1: going to watch it. Not
0: Mick, even a little bit. Mick Foley said uh, of the Lay Dinner Debonair uh, uh, Jericho and MGF singing a show tune on AEW was one of the most ridiculous juvenile things I have ever seen in wrestling or anywhere. And then in all caps, I loved every second of it. (laughs) Tommy Dreamer, I blown away Jericho and MJF hashtag steak dinner was the most creative thing I've seen in wrestling in the past 20 years. So you WWE marks can just shut the hell up. It's another button I need on here, Matt. You stupid idiots
1: like 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 I said if it was if that segment was done exactly like that on WWE television I would have loved it like it doesn't matter what brand is doing something like that if it's entertaining it's entertaining
0: yeah exactly uh it's announced that dave batista will be a playable character in gears of war 5's campaign when the game receives its uh when uh, the game receives its uh, Xbox Series X update. He walks No, It was funny. When I was talking uh, about the lawyer tonight on Twitter, Matt, during Impact, and I called him a barista on purpose, I didn't realize one of my tweets auto-corrected barista to Batista. <laughs> so oh, I, called him a, I called him a Batista. Uh, up, up, down, down has another uh, Among Us match with uh, um, Adam Cole, Woods, uh, Drew Gulak, Ron Funches. Uh, Swiss is in there. I can't remember who else. Uh, Ch- uh, Chugs is in there. Uh, no, no breeze though in that one. But they had eight eight people playing uh, Among Us, which is always fun to watch. So go check that out. Uh, what else, Matt? <laughs> uh, Maybe this is why he won the uh, retain the championship at Bound for Glory. X Division Champion Rohit Raju is signed to a new multi-year deal with Impact Wrestling. Yes,
1: because that was the contract you guys just
0: had to get done. WWE has a lot of jobs open, Matt. If you want to go go apply.
1: Why, why? Why would you? Why? Why would you wish? Why would you wish that upon me?
0: Eh, you could make some money
1: working under Vince McMahon.
0: Well, Cordell's still down there, isn't he?
1: That's NXT. Yeah,
0: he's still in. He ain't working under Vince. Paycheck says WWE. So, uh, WWE filed for the uh. following trademarks: Akeem Young, Ivy Nile. Zion Quinn, Tony Madra, and Odyssey Jones uh, do not recognize any of those names except for Tony Madra is the new ring name for Brandon Vink. So poor poor Jerry Lawler. He won't be able to gush on how he loves the name Brandon Vink. Oh, well. Thank God. Uh, The Rock put on Twitter uh, ahead of the induction of Ken Shamrock into the Hall of Fame of Impact uh, uh, thanking Ken, uh, saying, uh, my pleasure. Uh, I don't know what he was replying to. Oh, uh, Ken was very instrumental early in my career and I'll always be grateful to him. Thank you as well for being so kind to me on that indie show we did back in 97. Tell all the impact boys and girls, I said, keep working hard and have fun. Survivor series on November 22nd will take place in the Thunderdome. But uh, shortly after that, their lease is up and probably moving on elsewhere because mainly uh, it's being rumored that the NBA is going to resume on Christmas Day or right before Christmas Day. So um, WWE is probably on the hunt for a, an arena that can handle all this shit as well as not have a pro NBA team. So to be determined. AEW Dark was two and a half hours long tonight Uh, 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 a shit i wonder if they just keep making this see how many matches they can throw into it matt (laughs) uh hikaru shida takes on layla hirsch who uh, worked in stardom in japan and also czw and that's who you just said was taking serena d was taken on tomorrow right yep uh of course brandon cutler peter avalon uh I hear it was a great match. I'm not going to spoil who won, but there was a finish.
1: That did damn well, but or not,
0: there was a finish. Uh, SCU takes on the Hybrid Two. Brian Cage takes on Fuego del Sol. Oh God, nice knowing you, Fuego. Dark Order takes on Top Flight. Isn't that a golf company? Uh, Best Friends take on some Jobbers. Uh, Will Hobbs takes on former D- WWE developmental talent Nick Komoroto. Never heard of him. Uh, Matt Seidel against Lee Johnson. That'll be a good match. Uh, I, I heard that uh, uh, WWE might have signed uh, uh, Ben. Uh, what's his last uh, Ben somebody. Ben Carter. Ben Carter.
1: Yeah, to an NXT UK deal.
0: Damn it. Uh, Lisa and Diamante in uh, action against uh, Kylan King, who I think has an 0-13 record. And Savannah Evans, who probably has close to an 0-13 record. Uh, Anna Jay in action. Uh ten against Sean Maluda. Ricky Starks takes on VSK. Whoever that is. Darby Allen in action, Sunny Kiss in action, and Jurassic Express in action. So a very loaded two and a half hour edition of Dark. Uh uh Mike Johnson posted on PW Insider the producers who worked the K the Hell in a Cell matches. Uh, Michael PSA's worked the Reigns and Uso one Uh, Joseph Park aka Abyss uh, he was the producer for McIntyre and Orton and uh, Tyson Kidd and Pat Buck put together Saucer Banks and uh, Bailey's cage match so kind of interesting to see which producers had their hands in in those cell matches. WWE files a trademark for a departed character, Sin Cara. So, <laughs> don't know if WWE's trying to revive that again or not.
1: Who knows?
0: And uh, the Rock is uh, not invincible. He posted on Instagram that he <laughs> he 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 took it the hard way and got a little color while working out. Oops. What can you do? Uh, oh, uh, tweet from yesterday, last night, Pat McAfee, uh, paid off Ridge Holland to attack Adam Cole. So there you go, Matt.
1: Yeah. We all, we all knew that already.
0: Yeah. Uh, so who who would you like to have as the fourth?
1: I no idea. I got nothing.
0: We already mentioned about Tucker being on the SmackDown roster and apparently that's been fixed. Um, or has it been? Who knows? WWE filed trademarks on San Gradwell, Ridge Holland, Saxton Hurley, Sid Scala, and Tony Storm. The best of Halloween Havoc is now out on the WWE Network. Uh, goes all the way back to 89 when Fly and Brian Pillman took on Lex Luger for the United States title. Uh, we got Flair and Sting against Funk and the Great Muda. That was from 89. Nasty Boys Steiners from the 90, uh, Ron Simmons, damn, and uh, Lex Luger for the uh, WCW championship. Two out of three falls at 91. Uh, Flair and Hogan for the title with Mr. T as the guest referee from 94. Uh, Ray Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero for the cruiserweight title in 97. If Ray lost, he would have to unmask. I forget who wins that match, Matt. Do you, do you remember?
1: I don't remember.
0: Uh, DDP against macho man in 97 and DDP against Goldberg in 98 are what they've added to the, uh, the network. What, uh, what does Booker T have against Sasha Banks, Matt? you hear about all this shit. I don't care. He he mentioned something in the pre-show and then he did something on his podcast and doubled down on it. So yeah, some Booker T's got something against, uh, Mark thinks that's Hangman passed out, but that dude looks like he had short hair.
1: I mean, I don't know. It could be anybody from the top down like that.
0: Maybe it's Jeff Jarrett. I uh, meant
1: anybody under a contract.
0: <laughs> and uh finally tonight, uh new series for uh, WWE action figures has been announced. Uh Rhea Ripley gets her first action figure in series one fourteen along with uh, Kofi Kingston, The Fiend, Shorty G, Ricochet has two different variants of tights there, and uh, no elites, so that's just Series 114 there. So there you go. That's going to do it for this edition of Lost in the Midcard. i like to thank SpiderDuck.net for being our host and enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know a new episode comes your way every Wednesday. And we're also on the YouTube and uh, give us a subscribe there. The links to that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost in the mid card, as well as our Twitter at LITMC podcast, where we also share a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world. Uh, Matt's excuse me. Matt's on the Twitter at raw of showtime. I'm on the Twitter at JB Huskers. And uh, before we ride off into that sunset here, Matt, what are your final thoughts?
1: Um. Uh... Day. sure why not that works
0: <laughs> it's mirror day
1: i don't have a lot of thoughts tonight I'm tired
0: yep it's time to get out of here we'll see what happens next week with uh all the good stuff as we head towards survivor series yawn are we gonna hear that tagline for 85 times between the next three weeks really nothing much to look forward to except for full gear huh matt and uh uh uh, we are quickly approaching that uh, uh, that go-home show, aren't we? Next week?
1: I, I, yeah, I would think full year should be a pretty great show.
0: Yeah. So uh, we do have that to look forward to uh, with that go-home show a week from tomorrow or Wednesday as you a week from today as you're listening to the podcast. But for Matt Black, this is Jeremy Bennett. Thank you for tuning in to Lost in Midcard. We'll be back at you next week. back.